guess who's back? It's been a few weeks I've been gone, Levi. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Ripple Effect podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us, whether you're listening to this online or watching this. We are so glad that you are here. In the studio, I've got Levi Black to my left, and I've got Mr. Brian Sevitz to my right. And it's a bro podcast. <laughs> Girls have been kicked out, not allowed, Total Bro Podcast. So we're glad that you've joined us today. And uh, as always, this podcast just gives you kind of behind the scenes look at things going on at Timberlake and some things that you need to know going forward and helps us spotlight some things that are happening. But before we get to any of that, we have the spotlight of the week for you. And the spotlight of the week is, drum roll please. Oh, old sponsor of the week. Sponsor. What I say? You said spotlight. spotlight. Take two. <laughs> sponsor of the week. You went drum roll with just your word, like your, your mouth, not with the. Uh, we have a grilled cheese uh, sandwich, and um, this is leftover from Sunday. And Levi, why do we have these? Uh, because we had a high school fundraiser this Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was a fundraiser lunch, and 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 and. And we had grilled cheese. Had grilled cheese. And we had like 10, 12 different kinds of soups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on a cold day, you can't hardly beat a tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich. I don't love tomato soup. Nope. <laughs> Wouldn't be tomato soup for me. Um, I don't love it. <laughs> I don't love it. But when there's grilled cheese, I can dip it in there. And that's about mm-hmm. as much tomato soup as I get out of it. Um, but it was fun. It was a good it lunch. Was. Mm-hmm. Do y'all want to hear something I did? Since it's just the bros, I'll confess this to you. I was trying to be helpful for my wife. And so I made a roast that was going to be done and ready to go right at lunchtime on Sunday. Uh, and then we get to church and I'm like, I forgot about the, the fundraising. <laughs> so did you have roast for supper? We had roast for supper. So it worked out. It was fine. Probably better by then anyway. It was. It got soaked in there and everything. <laughs> so there you go. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you missed the fundraiser lunch, um, there's two things that you can do. Number one, you can go to the kitchen and get some leftover grilled cheese. You want to eat that? Off no, the floor? I, I saw you put it on the floor. <laughs> you can get that. Um, but the second thing you do is you can um, donate some money to help our kids as they get ready to go on trips this summer. They've got some CIY trips coming up. They've got NYR trips coming up. They've got camps that are coming up. And so we do fundraisers to help support our students as they have um, you know, different summer experiences that we want them to have, but they might not be able to afford it. So if you weren't there and you feel like, hey, I want to be a part of helping them, uh, just send in some money. You can note the check or the if you give online, you can put a tagline on it and uh, say, I want to give to support the fundraiser and we'd appreciate that. Um, did I hit you with the grilled cheese? I'm sorry. No, I got my little, coffee uh, dripped I, on me. Okay, I got a little <laughs> overexcited. Are we announcing now how that went? Are we talking about that? Or do we do we even have yeah. numbers? How, how well, did it go? Do we have You numbers? can estimate it. Um, well, we, we did really good. Uh, the the fundraiser we got quite a bit more than we got last year, Great. and so it was it was really really good. Uh, this year we did just high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year we kind of opened it up to anybody who wanted to help, mm-hmm. and so we had high schoolers, we had middle schoolers, we had a ton of people, and not enough jobs to go around. Yeah, <laughs> and so and then you got to divide the money more ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we did just high schoolers this year. Uh, we put a certain cap. This is how many jobs that we have, and so mm-hmm. all the students signed up. 
And in doing so, yeah, each student made a lot more money this year. And so it'll help greatly to go towards camp for CIY or any of those types of trips. You'd be a great politician because you answered the question without answering the question. He's not going to tell us the numbers, folks. He's not going to do it. But that's okay. That's fine. We don't need to know the details. It helped them. It was a great fundraiser. Um, lots of people. Oh, uh, there's a lot of people that stayed afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good group. So there you go. The spotlight, spotlight of the week. Uh, sp- no, <laughs> sponsor of the week. We need the ladies back. Is what's happening? I'm falling apart. The sponsor of the week. It's grilled cheese sandwich. Um, all right, let's review this past Sunday. Um, anything other than the fundraiser happened for you this past Sunday? Was it a good day? Yeah, it was pretty good. We did uh, Sunday school. We're going through a study on Psalms right now. Oh. And yeah, we went over Psalms 8, which is really, really cool. It talked about it being a worldview psalm. Okay. And how just that psalm can answer each of the four worldview questions. And we walked through with that uh-huh. minute. And it was really, really cool. I, I had never heard anyone talk about Psalm 8 before and yeah. break it down. It's it's only nine verses and and, we, it, and it has all that in those nine yeah. verses. Yeah, wow. it was it was really really cool. That's so fantastic. I, I thought it went over really well too. Cool, that's awesome. Uh, Brian, how was your Sunday? Good. Yep, we had we had our uh, high school singers. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Mackenzie. Yeah. And Nathan helped out on Sunday. That was so great. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I think it's the first time Nathan had been just like on the regular praise team he's yeah. been up there with the students before but everyone did a great job you were up there too yeah i i had double duty um mm-hmm. and it was a lot of fun i love playing stop it duty, duty. seriously well i guess it's a bro, it's <laughs> a bro podcast so we can like I got, duty. you can thank walt for that a duty yeah wow. anytime anyone says duty you he, he can't help it I, my my wife does the same thing macy every time she hears someone say <laughs> when i'm writing sermons if i'm writing a sermon talking about like christian responsibility i cannot use the word duty or she will laugh <laughs> and not um yeah I, I love i love playing when when you're leading because i just get to do the other fun stuff and not have mm. to think about how the song is going to go we're starting it i get to just be there it's same, same way yeah i think it is fun to play when we're not leading yeah, i do that once in a while uh-huh. with one of you guys and <clears throat> it is fun yeah. and you can do more fun stuff because your brain isn't split between singing talking mm-hmm. uh, all that But it was a good Sunday. This past week was the third installment of our Intentional Church uh, series, and we talked about um, the idea of fellowship and what that looks like and sharing with one another. And uh, so if you missed any of that, uh, you can go to tlcc.church and you can watch the service if you'd like online. Uh, You can also catch it on Facebook and catch up with everything that had happened. All right, we've got the TLCC top three for you coming up. And uh, Brian, what do we need to know coming into this week? All right, number one is uh, show up at 9 a.m. for Rita Rolls. That's what Rita Cheryl said Rita Rolls. <clears throat> what day? Sunday, 9 o'clock is Us Gen. Oh, all right. And the enticer, if you don't normally come to Us Gen, <laughs> is I guess they're serving Rita's cinnamon rolls. So, <sighs> I love her cinnamon rolls. You know, you can't just pop in and get one and then leave. You have to stay for Us Gen. Absolutely. I actually hear great things about Us Gen. All right, so, so let's, you know. let's for, for our tens and tens of followers here, <clears throat> masses here, what is Us Gen and why is it important? 
Levi? You oh, me? Okay. Well, I mean, it, it has to do with the youth, so I'm putting it. Uh, so, Usgen is a multi-generational discussion. Mm-hmm. It's it's a guided discussion. I believe it's Cheryl, Joel, and Rachel who, who write it all out every month. Okay. It's the last week of every month. Um, and basically what it is, is we have, it takes place during first service at what would be Sunday school for middle school, high school, and adult classes. Mm-hmm. So you have age ranges from a very seasoned generation, <laughs> and then you have middle schoolers in there too. So you have middle school, high school, and a wide range of adult classes all together. Yeah. And so they come together, they they get divided into groups based off of what they like. Usually it's like in the fall, it was what your favorite fall activity was, like right. playing in the leaves, fall sports, stuff like that. Yeah. And so you choose one of those, you get divided up into a group, and then you have a guided discussion together throughout many generations. And it's it's really, really cool. It, it's a lot of fun. All right. I'm going to come back to you in a second. Brian, why do you think having different generations in the same room can be a good thing? Why do we think that's a good thing? I mean, in general, they just share wisdom mm-hmm. with, I mean, usually you think about from the older to the younger, but it can go the opposite direction too as far as perspective. I think a lot of times younger people also help someone from an older generation understand why certain changes are made or mm-hmm. or um, even what certain technological advances and things and all that mean to the yeah. younger generation because they may just look at it as an evil right. when actually there can be some positives found in those. But, um, you know, I grew up in a church that was, you know, a family mm-hmm. environment. It wasn't that large of a church, usually 60 or 70 people. And it was like one big family. Mm. You uh, didn't have, you know, a lot of paid ministers and stuff. So there was a lot of just like the older people help the younger people, mm-hmm. all volunteer, mm-hmm. all uh, all just uh, – I mean, there was some organization to it. I don't want to say it's all haphazard. Like there was – you know, they planned things. They bought – Because you're interacting a lot more Yeah, a lot of it was more ages. organic. We have to use that, that yeah. term. And I think uh, a lot of life skills – just bleed off on you in that kind of environment and in the us gen i don't get to attend that but from what i gather both from jessica and preston sharing and and other people who we went we went through a season where we didn't have it and the people that missed it missed those interactions of it just helps me see our whole church and these different perspectives better and helps me appreciate one another more. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up your church experience because I had something similar where you're working alongside older individuals and and you hope that you're encouraging them, but you're also learning so much and so much of playing music or even working in a church or even just life skills comes from learning from different people. So, um, so are you going to be in us, Jen? This is what I was going to come back to you. You'll be in us, Okay. Well, I'll be there for the seminar rules at least. Absolutely. Uh, you did your duty well. Good job. Good way to present that. Um, so that's happening this coming Sunday at 9 a.m. Yeah. And if you want uh, to see what that's all about, we highly encourage, uh, if, if you're an adult and you've not been a part of us, Jen, um, then go go to this. It's, it's a great it's a great environment. And you get some cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up. All right, second one. Actually, these are a couple of things we talked about last week. I think the Como Men's Conference mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Uh, you need to sign up by Sunday, and the the cost to go is sixty nine ninety five. You can register on your own if you need help with that. You know, uh, we'll 
try to contact you, mm -hmm. those that signed up on the paper and make sure that you've gotten registered. But we really just need to know who wants to go. We only have a couple people signed up. We have several others that have told us you want to go, but you really need to officially let us know uh, so we can help make sure people have tickets. We uh, are neither one going to be able to go this year, but we're still trying to make sure it's organized and mm -hmm. that people have a chance to attend. And why won't we be able to go? Yeah, the third of the TLCC <laughs> top three is the Missouri Christian Convention. Mm -hmm. You also need to sign up by Sunday if you want to ride in a church van. On Saturday. We, we aren't even guaranteeing we're taking a church van, but if there's enough people that just wanted a day trip, you know, a lot of people like to go, make it a weekend, spend the night, all that. If you do that, you're completely on your own, just plan your own thing. But if you wanted to go for a day trip, we were considering having a church van mm -hmm. uh, come down for Saturday. So. Again, two sign-up sheets in the lobby at the sign-ups table, one of them for Como Conference, one of them for the Missouri Christian Convention. They're the same weekend. Yep. So, yep. Uh, that's the TLCC Top 3. Us, Jen, 9 a.m., be there for the rolls. Como Men's Conference, you got to sign up or we're not going to be able to get a group together and go. So let us know if you're going. And then if you want to go to the Missouri Christian Convention, you'd like to go just on that Saturday, and you're like, hey, I want to jump in the van and go down, um, let us know so we can line that up. And the, I didn't say the dates for any of that. This is March 8th. Uh, March 8th and it's 9th the, is the Missouri Christian Convention. March 9th is the Como. It's Como Conference. Yeah. yeah. Us Gen is the Sunday, the 25th. Yeah. There you go. We have actually more than three announcements because our spotlight Bro. for the day is it's all announcements. more announcements. It's all announcements. <laughs> but they were announcements that we really need you to know because some of these you need to kind of get it on your calendar. And Got a plan. I hate calendars, yeah. but they're necessary. Yeah. You know, when you want to live like an adult, you got to get used to calendars. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. So we have several things planned, and some of them are the normal things. Some of them are different new things mm -hmm. for Easter season, we might as well say. This is, isn't the just Easter, Easter weekend. Season. The Easter season. The Lenten season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so... First thing we wanted to mention is something completely different we've never had here before. It's something called Easter Stories and Songs with Bill Wolf. Now I didn't oh. know I didn't know uh, Bill Wolf. Mm -hmm. uh, how did we hear about him? What, what how did he get on our Walt, radar? It's a friend of Walt Harper, I believe he. Now Walt we, knows him from Johnson. Yep. Now we know who to blame if it if it's not good. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so it's gonna be good. I think Walt did his doctorate at Johnson, right? Uh, Is that right? I, I may be completely. We should wrong. have a private conversation. Anyway, about Walt's this. gonna watch this and be like, "What are you even talking about?" But anyway, he, he knows him. He linked us up with a guy named Bill Wolf, Wolf, who takes a tour around Easter with this thing called Easter Stories and Songs. And they uh, asked us if we'd like to host one of the evenings. And, and it's we're going to do that. It's a group, and it's made up of uh, worship leaders yeah. and musicians that have a program. And it has been a while, I should just say, since we've had like a program song uh, story night. They used mm -hmm. to call those like cantatas. They used to have yeah. um, uh, choirs that would go around and put on these 
singspirations and different mm-hmm. things. It's been a while since we've had one, and it's a good night. And so Mr. Wolf is coming with his group and yeah. doing it. Yep. So that's going to be on uh, March 19th. I think mm-hmm. that's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday right. night. 6.30 p.m. We're going to serve some desserts, mm-hmm. which will be provided for you, no charge. Although some of you will probably be asked to make a dessert. Uh, but we're going to just have a little bit of fellowship time to start out the night, and then they'll go into their program. And they, they said it's interactive. There's a lot of new songs that they wrote, original music, but there's also reading, scripture. Um, I think it sounds like a really uh, cool program leading up to Easter. Yeah. And it, the great thing for us is it's something we didn't have to plan. We just get to come to it and enjoy it, which Wild. we don't get to do that often, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so... That's uh, something coming up. We we will have our Good Friday service on uh, Good Friday, March 29th. That's going to be at 7 p.m. as usual. We try to do that one a little later because, um, you know, it's a weeknight and people are getting off work and need to get dinner and stuff. So 7 p.m. Uh, this That is those both, both the Bill Wolf thing and Good Friday are kind of family style. Yep. We try to keep Good Friday to no more than an hour. Um, it's not necessarily designed for kids, but we try to keep those things kid-friendly. Yeah. And we try to also have some activities. So we plan to have some tables set up at, along the edge of maybe uh, coloring sheets or some kind of activity, you know, so if you have your kids in there. We do, we did plan to have nursery. On the Good <laughs> Friday service, we'll have nursery uh, for the younger kids, mm-hmm. and then your older ones can be with you through that service but yeah yeah and we're gonna uh be putting that together you know every year we like to do something just a little bit different anthony break is helping plan yeah this one so we're looking forward to that and then our easter services we're going with the same schedule we've used for a couple years now it worked we thought why change it so we move our first service earlier and we started at eight that really helps some of you who come to a service and then go see family like a couple hours away or something. You get to go to your home church and then travel. So 8 a.m. Easter Sunday, 1045 service will be the same. Mm -hmm. But in between, we do an all-church breakfast. It's totally donation-based, kind of like we did with the youth. It's uh, planned by the children's ministry, and they help cook, they help set up, they, they help decorate, mm-hmm. they help clean up. They they have jobs. They take their jobs very seriously. A very well-oiled machine. And <laughs> and again, we just get to enjoy it. So we get done with first service, and we get our food, and then you get to spread out. I also love that day because you go and you sit in different classrooms, and you don't know who you're going to be sitting by. I you love get that to too. Meet somebody yeah. new. Um, I think I talk to somebody new every year at that thing mm-hmm. because you just don't know who's going to be in there. You go sit down. And, and I love at Easter time because sometimes that can be like a really busy time. Mm-hmm. And on that day, things are a little spread out. It's more time to actually be with the people. And I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yep. So those are our plans for Easter. So you got um, Mr. Bill Wolf and songs and stories mm-hmm. uh, that will center around Easter, preparing our hearts and minds for Easter, and that's on March 19th. It'll start at 6.30, have some time of fellowship, and then the service will start closer to 7. And then you've got Good Friday service, which happens at 7 o'clock uh, on Good Friday, which is a Friday. 
as you know, it's on a Friday. And then uh, our Easter schedule, which will start with an 8 a.m. service, and then we'll have an all-church breakfast, and then our 1045 service like normal. So there you go, to be aware of all the different things that are coming up for this Easter season. Mm -hmm. Okay. You good? Yep. Okay. You good? Yeah. All right. Well, on Sunday, I'll give you, we're going to close with a blessing here. On Sunday, we were talking about fellowship, and I preached a very idealistic sermon. And, and, and I, was, I was talking about how we are sharing. We share beliefs, and we share, um, oh boy. We share beliefs. Possessions. We share possessions. You were listening to the sermon. Yes. Uh, we share possessions, and we share a praise of Jesus. Um, it's very idealistic because we've all had instances where um, you're not able to share anymore and things break down. So what happens when fellowship breaks apart? And even the early church had this. And I didn't I didn't want to spend time in the sermon talking about the what ifs of if relationships break down or when you or, you know don't have relationships with one another. But there's a book, which is a great book by Francis Chan called Until Unity. And he talks a little bit about this. Uh, in his book, and he gives just some examples of when, when, when is there a natural breaking between people? So I just want to read a couple of things. There's uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight things of when, when this, when individuals start believing these types of things, the fellowship naturally breaks apart. He says, remember that Paul told the Corinthians, I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Uh, does that mean he didn't care about or teach on anything else? Of course not. Uh, but the writers of the New Testament had a clear concern over key beliefs regarding Jesus. And I think that's the biggest thing is, uh, am I arguing over clear beliefs about Jesus? Uh, and do I have a differences of opinion about that? Or is this more my own preference and conviction? So here are a few false teachings that are warned against in New Testament that if someone's believing them, there's going to be a separation. Number one, claiming that someone else is the Christ, the Messiah. Two, saying Jesus is cursed or is accursed. Three, judging people over the foods they eat, the festivals they celebrate, requiring harsh bodily discipline as a mean of obtaining godliness. Uh, number four, getting caught up in myths and endless genealogies to promote speculation, uh, which is why I, I could care less about your <laughs> astronomical signs and things like that. You can get, I mean, well, if you're going to talk about it or whatever, it's fine. But, but, but to get caught up in myths like that uh, can detract away from Christ. Um, here we go. What number was I on? That was one, two, three, four. Here's five. Forbidding. Um, forbidding marriage and certain foods, wandering off into myths, denying that Jesus came in the flesh, and turning the grace of God into sensuality or means for great gain. And and the, the point that he says here is we challenge each other's actions, um, and we might even challenge each other's teachings, but we must do it with love and humility, uh, and our goal is to seek repentance. Um but we have to pursue truth in the same way Jesus and the apostles did with grace and humility. Um, if you want to learn more about, okay, how do I 
try to maintain unity with grace and humility while also maintaining convictions and truth. Um, I can't wait for our study through First Corinthians because we're going to talk about that. But this might be a good book for you until Unity that that talks a little bit about that. So the the blessing of the week is to know: yes, we hang on to core convictions, but they're core convictions about who Jesus is and trying to know Christ um, and the power of His resurrection. So I hope that as you think through your own unique situations of people that you're either connected with or maybe feeling like there's going to be a disconnect really challenging yourself to think, can I not have unity with them because of what I believe about Jesus or is it just something about myself? Anyway, there you go. Okay, well, thank you. God bless you all. You got anything else to say? I'm pretty good, yeah. You got anything else? I'm good. All right, well, that's it for the Ripple Effect podcast. Can't wait to see you here next week. See you.